So welcome to this week's Nine Hertz podcast. We're starting off with a band called Astral Pigs that you've picked, Pete. This is absolutely brilliant. It's um, like full on kind of stoner stuff, but it's got something about it that I just couldn't put my finger on. Really exciting, really sort of vivid. It sort of paints vivid colours. I think that's the best way I can put it. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think I agree. It's, you know, there's, they're from Argentina, um, you know, it's, becoming evident you know that i've got an obsession with argentinian kind of yeah. psychedelic stoner and doom i think but you know this podcast is the the public record to that fact because we were, you know there's one last week or the week before it's so much stuff coming out of that country um what, what i liked about astral pigs you know where there's a lot of the kind of the bands we hear from there you know i've got like the cosmic space rock themed or you know kind of south american music they, they go they, they take on the occult element which isn't a new thing for doom but it doesn't particularly lose itself to the, you know, the cod hammer horror or even like electric wizard straight up rip off rip offs that, you know, so many people do when they kind of self-proclaim as a cult doom. Um, and actually, like you say, the more I listen to it, the more I hear is a, a pure stoner rock kind of sound in there, particularly in the kind of driving opening riff, uh, you, bl- you know, and then it's blended expertly with with the kind of the proto doom approach, you know, you know, a bit like witchcraft's second album, which you know and to me that that's the you know for the record the best approach to a cult doom um in my you know obvious opinion um the thing is if you can knock tunes out like this you're doing everything right and they've absolutely nailed it and just i love this song yeah i think the rest of the record is as good as well it's mm. um yeah it's got something about it uh, that raises it uh, above like the usual kind of stone rock fair that we're, we're kind of used to hearing um, you know, this could quite easily have been another kind of also run, but it's got like, um, yeah, something mystical about it. And I think, yeah, there's uh, the best bands in this genre are doing that uh, and making that um, music just kind of shine a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really like that. So you can get this at astralpigsdoom.bandcamp.com. The album's called Our Golden Twilight. Um, and that's that was out on May 5th, actually. So it's been out a while. Um, so, yeah, it's the Nine Hertz podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we found through the underground or submissions this week. Case in point, um, the excellent Rad Pitt are back. I think um, this is their first release on something called Drongo Records. Um, but I think they've been around for a while from Colchester. Uh, kind of math rock, um, like more kind of like e- earring towards the sort of uh, noise sort of realm, um, I'd say. And um yeah, I saw these guys at um, Art Tangent um, 2019. So, um, yeah, really glad to see them back. Um, Pete, I mean, is this band new to you? I know um, we've kind of um, sort of seen the name about for years, but um, is this the first time you've heard them? It is, yeah. It, and I, I have heard of them. It's not the type of name you forget once no. you've heard it. <laughs> um, and it, 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 are we right in saying this is a band you had the jumper of? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, the jumper, I think I might have lost or at least haven't found yet. So, oh dear. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, so I know of them and this is my first, you know, the one and only song I've ever heard by them um, so far. Um, I, I really liked it. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. It's sprightly, but it's, it's sharp as fuck as well. You know, it's like, it's completely on it. It's honed. You know, yeah, it feels like I think maybe from the name I, I get, you know, I was thinking kind of this crazy, you know, sloppy punk fun is what I was what I was going to receive. But it feels cleverer than that, more nuanced, it, you know, just all on it and 
you know, still capable of be, uh, bringing a massive smile to my face, like you know, like it did when I when I heard this. I need to go back and find more because I, I, I really got this. Yeah, I think they've been going since about 2015, so um, they've got about three or four releases before this. And uh, yeah, this is off an upcoming uh, EP called Pit Happens, uh, which is uh, amazing as well. Um, it's out the uh, 26th of August on Drago Records. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just like this spiky kind of sound that I appreciate. And the, the lyrics are really funny, and it's just a lot of fun. So yeah, if you've not heard this before, um, this is Rad Pit, and you can get this at radpitradpit.bandcamp.com. And the song's called Like Me. Oh, please like me. So that was the return of Rad Pit after a few years. Um, Dry Cough Records have been putting out just an incredible... I think they've become the de facto like death metal label um, recently. Um, I don't know if their tastes have changed or or what, really, because I think they used to be known for like the Doom and the Sludge and stuff. This is incredible. Uh, an EP, I, I'd say, um, by a band called Black Wound here called Wither. And it's just two tracks. One is two minutes long and the other is 11 minutes long, which is such a contrast. But I think this um, this 10-minute track that we're going to play is just so, like, I, I'd hate to use this word again in, in such, like, quick succession, but it's nuanced and it's got so much going on. Like, it feels like you're winding your way through this ancient tome or someone's, like, weaving a story in front of you and you just can't look away. It's um, really special 
uh, track this. I think the first one kind of sets the scene and this just kind of blows it out of the park. Have we played these before, Pete? Because I think yeah. the, the name kind of rang a bell. Yes, yeah, we have. It's the third um, Black Wound release to appear on Jackoff. I'm not sure if we played both of the previous ones. We definitely played one of them. Was it a demo before? Uh, well, they, they had like a fi- they had a, this five track debut called "To the Endless Depths," and then they did a split yeah. with a band called Skull Scepter. And I think they've all been out now. All three are, are out within less than a year. And you know, I'd, I'd love bands with that quick turnaround. You know, in terms of release schedules, do fewer tracks more often. You know, it keeps that momentum rolling, fresh in your mind, and everything. And uh, they, you know, Black Wound have got that. You know, this you know this is a this song is the best of them so far. So like you say this, um, I think Dreykov said it's their shortest song they've ever released and the longest. Um, oh, it, it just blew me away, this song, when I heard it. I, I knew I was going to like it because, you know, really enjoyed everything they put out so far, every song they put out so far. But just how, how many different places it goes to across this track. You know, at its core, obviously, it's Death Doom, but to me, it's... It's as good as Death Doom gets for my taste for it. Um, and then just as you roll through those different segments and they reveal themselves to you, just, I was kind of just sat back, and, you know, like wide-eyed, just like, yeah. completely like, fuck. <laughs> it's like just, <laughs> just a monumental track. And they just I hope they continue kind of putting releases out regularly like this and, it, it, and on this upward trajectory, you know, they can go anywhere. Yeah, it just sounds so unpleasant and like it's been dug up. And I can't really kind of, I think we've probably said all these things about this band before, to be honest. It's just so astounding and so um, accomplished that you kind of wonder where they're going to go next and kind of what ideas they might come out with next. Because this feels like, I don't know, just so complete and so um, well-crafted and and rounded. So, yeah, can't really um, fault this at all. So uh, we're going to play the song Oceans, um, the full 11 minutes. I don't don't care. We're going to play the whole thing. I think you need to hear it. And you can get this via drycough.bandcamp.com. And um, yeah, the uh, cassette is limited to about 100 copies. They've still got ones left. Um, And uh, it's a very reasonable three quid on digital. So yeah, see what you think of this. This is Black Wound.
Okay, so that was the sound of Black Wound there. Uh, next up, we've got a band called Irewolves from uh, Minneapolis, who just sound, um, I don't know, this just came out of the blue, really. This, this was on kind of like Bandcamp's kind of feed for me, and um, hard to describe, really. Just, um, I mean, they've kind of mentioned like post-metal, and I think there's something else going on under under the surface here, and I think it's a bit more kind of more accomplished than your standard post-metal. Um, they sort of like, uh, they've tagged bands like Rosetta, Converge, Court of Luna, uh, old man gloom in their sort of bio but i i think that does them a disservice this is quite um kind of twisting kind of turning um post metal in the, in the best sense of the word because i i know pete you're not kind of um the, the biggest fan of of post metal but this kind of um i don't know it's got something um transcendent about it i think um yeah. and it's got an atmosphere to it that's um not typical mm. yeah and I, you know, I, I listed this when you sent it through. I kind of hadn't read any of that. I just kind of put it on and was instantly kind of, you know, felt it and got it and and thought, I, I, you know, I think they've got a fair bit of back catalogue. I, I did wonder how I'd not come across them before. And then I started to notice those post-metal tags, um, which they self-describe as, and I thought, well, maybe, you know, that's, that those don't come into my realm as much because normally yeah. you know, that, that is something which puts me off. Um but I don't, you know, apart from the fact that it kind of, it quietens out in the middle, you know, in that segment, um, you know, and therefore kind of having some relation in terms of post-metal dynamics, I don't think it really goes into that. Like you say, there's, it, there's way more to it than that. Um, and actually that kind of middle segment just acts as a breather between the really, heft, you know, the heft of the opening and the closing segments. Um, yeah, I, I really like this. I thought there was a lot going on. You know, I think sometimes, sometimes my favorite bits of doing this podcast are where you send me a song from a band I've never heard before, and I just get it, and it's another band that I know I've then got to go and get into, and you know, and yeah. find the back catalog, <laughs> and that is what you've achieved here. Yeah, same. I mean, you, you kind of took me stuff, and I'm like, right, I guess I'm delving into this for a few days. You know, it's that kind of deal. So yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this, and um, yeah, I'm going to listen to the whole thing again. I'm sure. Um, yeah, the album's called Heritage. Uh, we're going to play the opening track, Legions. You can get this at iowalls.bandcamp.com.
okay that was the sounds of Wolves. so next up uh, we've got some kind of grindcore to kind of um, like wake you up maybe um a band called the human race's filth or thrift as they've uh, called themselves um have released a very short sharp uh, kind of ep i guess called echo chambers um and this is just absolutely brilliant so they're from pennsylvania um kind of the spiritual home of relapse i guess so um you know that's kind of um maybe where they're coming from with this but yeah it's just fantastic it's it's possibly seven minutes long in total the whole thing um we're gonna play the opening track nation's pipe bomb and yeah pete this is just um straight to the sort of um you know cerebral cortex isn't it it's um highly like charged angry political you name it it's it's all grind core boxes ticked mm. yeah it's it, it kind of just hits you um doesn't overcomplicate it and that's why i really yeah you i know, just really liked it for that it, you know there are two the two main things i pick out you both you mentioned both the one you know one is the political message and two you know the fact that the it's just so ferocious but it's this kind of sludge crust grind hybrid of the former of those i think you know that is clear and obvious the message from it you know it's it's as all punk should be you know like you know left-wing rage and and then it's like this despair at the current day usa i think it's in there like of, of the political state of consumerism of corporate power um i think they mentioned the lack of separation between church and state it's you know it, it the whole album and the pure anger within is fueled by that theme and you can sense it and you kind of want to enlist behind them up through the cause and then musically you know it's it's just this frightful head rush you know the press blurb mentions you know we got it sent on email which was which is great and it mentions influences like insect warfare and dystopia which i think is a, you know somewhere between them that, yeah. that's a really good description but also it mentions mistress which you know kind of um, wow. was slightly surprising yeah to like for an american band to reference i presume it's the, you know the same uk band it fits you know, it makes oh, sense in comparison yeah um, absolutely and i like yeah and there was a period well maybe probably always you know the the in the UK, the UK underground, the sludge and hardcore boundaries have always, you know, and grindcore boundaries have always um, blended over. There hasn't necessarily mm. been distinction there. You know, Mistress were the perfect example of that, I guess. And But it's always been that case. You think of a band like like Shrikel nowadays, that's still there. And yeah, you tie all of that in, the, the politics and the kind of the mix of genres and the straight up anger of it. And it just made me really drawn to the whole album. Yeah, fantastic. I, I can absolutely hear Mistress and I can actually see like the artwork even is 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 very mistress. It's very sort of like, you know, rough around the edges and yeah, very sort of like two thousands like kind of sound. So yeah, this this will always appeal to me, this kind of sound. Um, you know, I think what I said earlier, you know, earache and relapse kind of fair, um, perfectly sort of encapsulated in this uh, seven minutes so yeah really really enjoyed this so if you want to hear it uh, you can go to thrift.bandcamp.com and like i say we're going to play the song nation's pipe bomb
Okay, so that was a band called The Human Race is Filth uh, from Pennsylvania. Absolutely brilliant there. So uh, next up, um, this kind of hit me from um, all sorts of directions uh, last week. So I think I saw this being tweeted about. I saw kind of like the, the release coming up like on board uh, on Bandcamp and, and various things. Um, people are talking about this album quite a bit and and saying, you know, this might be their album of the year. And I think I'm inclined to agree. I mean, um it'll be of no surprise to you Pete that I absolutely love this so um, it ticks so many boxes it's kind of avant-garde kind of grindcore in there there's um really weird spoken word uh, kind of lyrics um it's very Scottish um sounds like like I, th- I think I described it to you as uh, like enablers having a fight with Snowblood from like the early 2000s um this th- I mean everything about this kind of uh, shouts to me really and um the lyrics are very sort of heartfelt and quite quite beautiful really and and some of them are about kind of um the loss of hope uh, some of them are about being homeless um it's just very ambitious and I, I think more bands need to be this um i don't know kind of forward thinking with their approach because this this is just bizarre i've never heard anything like it um what did you make of it because i yeah i could i could talk about it all day i think this one yeah, I, well, I, I think the first thing I thought was this is exactly up your street. And then, um, yeah, I think, you've, you know, you've said, you've said to me, you posted it on Facebook and everything. And I thought, yeah, this is a complete mic record. I, I, I probably mentioned that they're called Ash and Spy. I think we've gone oh, yeah, yeah. to describing <laughs> Yeah, You got too excited, mate. Yeah. I did, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is. You, I can tell, you know, it's not it's nowhere near with the same up my street as yours, but I can tell, you know, you can tell this is special. Definitely. I think that's, you know, there's clear like black metal in there as well. Add into your, you know, as well as all the things you mentioned, it's, it's kind of like if it's like if Imperial Triumphant was still exciting, <laughs> um, well, that's a bit, oh. a, a bit harsh, <laughs> um, but, but you know what I mean? It just, uh, I suppose there's something in there. And then as fronted by a Scottish poet, um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, what can I add to that? I think the one thing I'd say is that the vocals really grab you and feel different, but even without that, um, even outside of that, the guitars, you know, there's bits where it just feels like this tightening coil. It's like constantly twisting inwards and it just feels like you're being constricted as a listener. And all of that, everything you said and, and, and more, it just makes it feel genuinely different, completely fearless. And you completely understand why people are losing the shit over it because um, it's, it's, it's bold and unique. Yeah. I mean, um, we were talking about this at band practice uh, last night and uh, Chris uh, bassist um, actually plays in a band called Concrete Ships and they got asked to play the um, uh, album launch for this and they couldn't do it they were so gutted um, and now they've heard it they're like bloody hell so yeah I think it's one of those things that they'll, they'll just regret I think um, but yeah what what an album um, it's called Hostile Architecture it's got an amazing looking cover as well it looks like a kind of old jazz um, sort of album but like full of dystopian kind of images and um yeah, I'm going to stop talking about it because I can just talk about it all day. But uh, you can get this at ashinspire.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the song Bet on Brute.
So that was the sounds of Ashen Spire from Scotland. Absolutely amazing, astounding record there. Um, next up, uh, we're going over to Australia for a band called Grief Stroker, which is one of the best uh, sort of sludge band names I've heard in a while, to be honest. Um, the the name kind of um, is warranted. It's it's miserable. It's downtrodden. It's brilliant. So Pete, I mean, you've you've kind of brought this to the table, and I'm really glad you did. It's um, it's thoroughly unpleasant in in the best possible way. Yeah. You know, and what it feels like whenever we find Australian sludge, you know, you think likes of a, a religious observance, you know, that that, that band, yeah, it, it often seems to be like uniformly of the dark and horrible side. Um, and I can't think of any occasion where it's never been massively impressive with it as well. I think Grief So could continue all those trends, you know, it's. it's Sometimes all you need is something straight up, you know, no messing around, no divergence from the formula, especially when it applies to, you know, to a sound as like primal as sludge. Is it? And that's what I found with Griefstoker. I don't think there's anything massively new in here. Um, but when they dredge up something like this as a result, then, you know, to innovate would be to dilute. And that's, you know, and it, maybe I'm being, that, that, that sounds like complimenting, you know, a bit of kind of backhanded compliment. It, they do follow their own path. It's, this singularly focused attention to keep it downbeat and downtrodden and downtuned at all times. You know, I, I, I saw um, a, a UK band called A Horse Called War live um, mm. this past week, and there's similarities in that regard. You know, like just by keeping on this on a pure, you know, like full all in on the sludge elements. You know, and, and you know it should be should be horrible and full of hatred that's how you know like really grimy with it and, and i think grief could do that perfectly i've only just found out it's a one-person band performing yeah, everything I was gonna that's, say. that's just yeah that's incredible i didn't realize you know only yeah. kind of a few listens afterwards that, that just adds to it and i think yeah i think this just hits them up yeah spiritually um sort of linked to um a horse called war um a band from norwich of all places so yeah like Australia via Norwich, maybe. Uh, love it. So, yeah, if you want to hear um, the three tracks that are on, on offer here, like um, they really do the business in, in about 15 minutes, uh, you can go to griefstroker.bandcamp.com and we're going to play the song Soul Seller.
So that was Grief Stroker. Uh, absolutely brilliant there. Song called Soul Seller. Um, next up is a band that I, I found again through sort of Bandcamp's um, amazing um, series of features. I think this is on sort of Bandcamp Weekly this week. So Wailing Storms are a band from North Carolina. Um, absolutely astounding stuff here. Like I couldn't quite place like what I was hearing for a, a few moments and then it just kind of took me away really. And um, yeah, it's got kind of, I guess uh, at its most simplest, you could say this is like psychedelic stoner rock. It's it's kind of straight up kind of noise rock, but there's something else in there, isn't there? There's um there's like almost like a goth tinge to it, and there's like mm. um I don't know, just like a motoric sound that kind of runs through its its heart. And um, yeah, the album is just astounding. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's typical of Gilead Media to to bring something, you know, completely strange out of the blue like this. You know, every time I listen to it, I, I heard, you know, a bit like you were describing it, I heard it in a different way. And I think that kind of is because of, because every element, it brings so many different elements in and then does them so well. You know, it's part shoegaze, noise rock. It does have a dark and fuzzy underbelly to it, you know, which pushes it into something else altogether. There's, you know, I, I thought the, I, I got the goth reference, you know, in terms of, you know, if you think kind of, 80s you know indian new wave and the 80s post hardcore scene as well yeah. particularly with the vocals and the angsty guitars um i did several times i was trying to kind of nail down which bands it reminded me of the fact that i, I never really could says everything i think you know maybe maybe like bands like true widow but no this is this is another kind of another unique band we've got on this podcast which is incredible um at times it was completely hypnotic as well i think that's I, I, and that's why it really captivated me. Really kind of adventurous sound and, and all credit to them. for. I think this is a, a special release. Yeah, and uh, it's not their debut either. I, I can't believe I've not um, heard of this band before. Um, they've got an album out called Rattle as well, which has kind of done the rounds on uh, the likes of kind of uh, NPR and Pop Matters and stuff like that. So they've got like loads of good reviews in the past um, and they seem to have just like come maybe passed us by so yeah really glad to hear this band uh, and and what a kind of uh, home with Gilead I mean Gilead are kind of like very sort of known for pushing like the really strange and and um, uh, esoteric uh, kind of bands and uh, do a great job of it um, so yeah uh, we're going to play the song uh, Broken Into Three and uh, you can get this at gileadmedia.bandcamp.com this is Wailing Storms
so that was a band called Wailing Storms. Um, to finish this week, I think we've got one of the most interesting uh, songs this week. Um, a band called Crestfallen Dark have got a self-titled record on a label called Moonlight Cypress Archetypes, which is fantastic in itself. Um, this band are from Tennessee, and they uh, share members with uh, a band that we've played. I think, Pete, you're going to sort of like expand on this. But um, yeah, this is like a weird mix that somehow works of kind of countryfied um, southern styles um, in the best possible way, you know, country music, um, combined with like this very intense black metal um, in in the in style of maybe Walls in the Throne Room or, or kind of like a bit more rougher than that. And it somehow works. It's got this kind of evil bent to it. The, the best way I can kind of describe listening to this, it's like going through some woods, you know, deep in the heart of, of like South, uh, South Southern States of America and just coming across like a barn full of people playing black metal with banjos or <laughs> acoustic guitars it's bizarre or like some sort of ritual going on yeah it's great it's good to it, it's a good one to get your imagination kind of yes wandering definitely yeah i think i think we've played one or two things from moonlight cypress architecture before and it, it's incredibly unique this is uh, this podcast has been brilliant you know this this episode has been brilliant for um new and different sounds and we're ending in the same way but yeah they, they kind of specialize in this ultra niche world of bands combining traditionally deep south you know country and americana with extreme metal you know typically but not exclusively black metal and of all i've heard from that label this new one is probably the one to kind of showcase it to the greatest degree it's it's, it's useful reading some of the comments on bang it was useful for me anyway from the comments on Bandcamp for people who bought it because they've taught me things i didn't know before such as, I mean, for one, the fact that it features someone from Primeval Well, who we have played before, and and that, unlike the other band, unlike that other band, who are a southern gothic mixed with black metal, Crestfallen Dusk are hill country blues with black metal, uh, apparently, according to the comments, if they're correct. And it's, it's that kind of, I had no, no idea of it, splitting that definition up between this. So, but it's good to learn, I think. You know, I I think we've probably said the same thing when we play Primeval Well or any of the bands on this label, but it's worth saying again. In fact, you've said it. The best thing about it is it works. This isn't a novelty. This isn't a kind of mess around, jokey thing. It just works. You know, it, 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 that in itself is amazing. And the result is just, it's just something to behold. It's, you know, it feels, feels really special. And, you know, I'd, I'd happily, I, I can't believe it even, contemplate listening to this type of music but here i am and, and i'm really like <laughs> yeah if i told you pete a few years ago you'll be listening to black metal that's got um you know southern fried kind of country styles to it would you have believed me <laughs> probably not um so yeah this is this is absolutely brilliant and i can't wait to sort of hear more um i'm gonna investigate this label because i think we've played two bands for it, but i haven't actually investigated the rest of them so um there's gonna be some other nuggets on there i'm sure um so yeah the band's crestfallen dusk so you can get this at crestfallendusk.bandcamp.com uh the uh, album is self-titled and we're gonna play the song the blackness come creeping in we'll see you next week